Away, you moldy rogue. Away. everyone and welcome once again to the Moldy Rogues podcast. As we round the final bend of the show, we dive into fan favourite Is It A Magazine? where James must guess if something is a magazine or not. How did these idiots make it to episode 96, you may well ask. We also have the second part of the Top Trump's Top Trump's battle between Genghis Khan and J.K. Rowling's. Anyway, enough describing, more chat. I don't see how a chap who rides a horse and has sex all day mm. and can't speak, he can't even speak the English good. How is well, he supposed hit that, So I'll throw that one right back <laughs> in your face. How is he supposed to be in charge of a country of 100 million pretty angry they don't speak English. Who don't speak English exactly. He also mm. didn't speak German. Right? Mm-hmm. How is he going to do that for 12 long years, as our card has made clear? Yeah. What's he going to do? Just ride around on his horse having sex? How's Miss Rowling's German level? <laughs> you see, it's this level of what about it that is destroying well, let's, political let's debate. Let's stick to facts. Let's stick to yes. facts. Okay, stick Genghis to Khan facts. could not speak German. However, okay. he did command a big army and. He held the largest land empire that the world has ever known through conquest. Clearly a man who had big plans. He had the ability to command over to you. I mean, I don't even know why we're arguing this. And now for the defense. J.K. Rowling wrote stuff down, also doesn't speak German. She wrote stories, therefore she'd be an efficient Nazi, is your argument. It's not the strongest argument I've ever had, no. But... Mm. Should we no, spin I, again? Do you want to like, let's spin again? All right. Very similar character. If you can explain this one to the listener, please. Uh, okay. It's um Elsa from a children's cartoon. It Where, is, is it Elsa Frozen? from Frozen, renowned for singing Let Me Go, Let Me Go, of course. That was her big hit. Could you let me dis- go. Could you describe the details on the card, please? We are talking a loyalty score of six, bravery 47, magic of five, greed of one, strength of six. Again, numerically, it's a minefield. Well, this is it, because if it's out of 50, she's really smashing the bravery, but her greed is only slightly behind her strength, magic, and loyalty, which... Suggests she's sort of a slightly greedy. She's about as magic as I am. Bravery of 47. Again, if that's out of 100, she's slightly below par bravery. So, who's going to be a better Disney princess? Between Hitler and the fella from Sparks, who would be a better (laughs) Disney princess? (laughs) Um, Is it J.K. Rowling or Gingis Khan? 
It will be a forest, J.K. Rowling, who is through to the next round. Are you even going to argue? Well, if we look at the attributes, though, I'd say he's mm. probably braver than J.K. Rowling. He's definitely greedier, so he wins there. Loyalty. Well, not a lot of loyalty to his ladies. Well, different times. Different times. <laughs> um, he's got nay magic, and that's very much JK's stock in trade, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but is it, though? Is it? Because you wrote yes. about magic. You wrote about a little yes. magic boy. But yes. I put it to you that, you know, maybe Genghis had a bit of mysticism about him, you know, the magic of the East. He's more magical than J.K. Rowling, I would argue. So uh, I will give him bravery. I will give him strength. Greed. Possibly, possibly greed. But for magic and loyalty, he's a loser. And even though he's wearing a dress, I don't think he would look as good in a blonde wig and a dress as J.K., who possesses blonde hair and a dress. He, in fact, actually, Genghis Khan would be more more used to the cold. So there's that. <laughs> All right. Well, if we call that one one, should have stuck with Hitler. <laughs> Not a phrase you want to hear. Uh, another number, please. All right. Let's go for eleven. All right. If you can describe this historical figure, Virgil Van Dyke. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm guessing this is the Liverpool top trumps. Attack of four, defence of nine, power 49, skill 16, top trumps rating of 90. That's impressive. If we were making this again with the previous Genghis Khan and J.K. Rowling, then I think Genghis Khan would be a much better Virgil van Dijk than J.K. Rowling. But I know we have to roll again. No, no. This is still Genghis Khan versus J.K. Rowling. Who would be a better Dutch national team centre-half? So, for some reason, you maniac, you allowed me to to say that Genghis Khan is as good of a Disney princess as J.K. Rowling. No, no, I won that one, but I couldn't argue that Genghis Khan would not be a a tiebreaker. I got you. The only area Genghis where Genghis Khan's going to fall is height, I think. On this. Yes, I was going to say, Genghis Khan, notoriously a midget, and that mm-hmm. is crucial as a centre-half. Yeah, but I think his understanding of attack and defence and his power <laughs> would top that. And also, uh, I can see him, you know, if you think of somebody like Tim Cahill, little tiny chap, great jump on him. I mm. fear that Genghis Khan would be something similar to that, you know. Tiny chap, but I bet he's got a leap on him. He's not going to shut down Haaland or your bigger strikers like that, but he's part of the defence as a whole. He's not the sole defender. Yeah, you could maybe put him as a uh, a man-marking job on Haaland and you could follow him around the pitch. Shooting the arrows at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd certainly have the stamina, wouldn't he? The stamina, and I think he'd be chasing everything down it'd be quite difficult to play against. Obviously, yeah. he's always going to be vulnerable to the old chip and charge, you know, if you just lob it over him. But maybe he'd make up with that because, again, you know, growing up on the step, he's probably pretty quick over flat surfaces. Oh, I've got to give it to you. I've, I've got to put Genghis through to the next round. He's not going to make it in the big leagues. <laughs> you tell me about publications you have read. 
This is classic feature, Is It A Magazine? Whereby you will be glad to know of all the magazine features, this is the least magazine-y. All you have to do is hear the title of a magazine and simply say whether you think it is or indeed is not a magazine. Now, just briefly for our many, many new listeners, it's been about 50 episodes since you enforced the ban on Is It A Magazine? Because a lot of people believe in free speech, you know, the right for the individual Mm -hmm. to choose. You very much more a sort of Stalinist kind of right wing. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's more like climate change, you know. Some morons will always say it's not happening, but ultimately you need to act for the greater good. And very much the same here. Some people do think is it a magazine is a good feature, but again, I could see the writing on the wall and needed to act on the good of the people. Are you calling our listener flat earthers? It wouldn't surprise me at all if some of them were flat earthers. I think there are certainly, you know, some very intelligent and uh, sharp witted and minded people out there listening to this. And then, you know, some of them are well meaning fools. And those are the ones that enjoy our magazine features. And, and for them, it's, you know, it's, it, I, I come at it from a paternal instinct that, please, God, can we not do this feature again? So I'm, I'm thrilled that you brought it back. Yeah, it does actually come up on Apple Podcasts. Listeners who enjoy your podcast also tend to listen to BBC Sport. Mayo's on a chalkboard. (laughs) Kermode and Mayo Film Podcast and the Flat Earther Society. (laughs) Yeah, okay. That doesn't surprise me. No. Excellent. So, as listeners will remember, I give James the names of three different magazines, of which... (laughs) Zero to three are real magazines. James just has to say yay or nay. I mean, for some people, they would consider that a straightforward task. Not James, though. He sees it as a Herculean, 25 years in the pit of despair, I think. And and that's what adds a lot of the energy of Verve to the feature. So first up, is this a magazine? Banknote Reporter. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to already sprinkle? straight out of the bat with a strong opener? This is a magazine that reports on banknotes, changes to banknotes, world, <laughs> worldwide trends. I would walk away at speed if someone was talking to me and, and how that was their conversation opener. Now, quite possibly, this is a magazine that does not exist. I mean, I've got a really bad feeling in the pit of my stomach that this is actually a real magazine. I have to be honest. 
Well, I will let that percolate in, in what we will generously refer to as a brain. And number two is in a magazine, Elvis, The King's Tragic Legacy. This is a monthly magazine that looks at not just Elvis, but the bad things that have happened as a result of Elvis. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would say that unlike Banknote Reporter Monthly, <laughs> this sounds like bollocks. I don't Ooh. have the same sinking feeling. I think if it was Elvis Monthly, then yep. you could make a magazine out of that. But yep. all the bad things that have happened since Elvis died, are they related to Elvis's death or is it just yep. anything bad that happened since he died? In which case, you probably could fill magazines. <laughs> well, that's called the newspaper, isn't it? Exactly, no, this, yeah. This is called Elvis, colon, King's Tragic Legacy. So, for instance, there's going to be something about his daughter, what died, and his wife's weird face. Just, you know, stuff that's happened after he died. Well, did his wife's weird face happen as a result of him dying? No, as a, as a result of Lady Tybe being a cruel mistress. <laughs> good, <laughs> good, okay. Let's just flag that there as maybe we want to edit that out. No, I'm suggesting... What well, sort of weird things have happened since Elvis died, Dan? Uh, you know, his daughter died as well, his wife's got a weird face. I could go on. No, she was incredibly beautiful, even as, a, as an older lady. But then she was bored one day and she threw a million dollars at somebody who made her look a bit like a fish. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't think that can be intrinsically linked to Elvis's death. Though. Oh, you've not read this magazine. Nor will I. <laughs> Third and final is it a magazine, Lesbian Opportunities. Okay, that's interesting. Mm. Interesting. Definitely not what I thought was <laughs> going to follow the word lesbian. It sounds like a um, jobs magazine for lesbian people. Do you want to change yeah, the wording a little bit? You're inching towards the fruity precipice. No, okay, fine. <laughs> Career progression. Everybody knew what I meant. I'm not talking... Yeah. <laughs> Lesbian opportunities. Sure. Whatever they need to do, whatever you want to do as a lady lesbian, here's a magazine that will monthly show you some opportunities. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Yep. That sounds like a, a perfectly worthwhile publication. Yeah. So there are the three Is It A Magazines. Would you like to state for the record which, if any, of these three you believe to be a magazine? Uh, it's tricky because... I. You have probably thrown in a couple of red herrings, which makes me suspicious of Banknote Reporter Monthly, because <laughs> I think you know that that would be a red rag to a bull or a beige rag to a bull. It's so boring. But yet, something rings true. That's the only one that I could see actually being published. So which of those three are you actually saying is a magazine? Let's go. The Elvis one is not. That's bollocks. There's no magazine about all the things. No, that's not true. That's not true. Um, lesbian opportunities, I think, is a bit vague. So I'm going to say that's not a magazine. Unless, can you give me a bit more flavour of that? 
opportunities, you know. Okay, brilliant. Words are his tool. Thank you. Um, so, okay, I don't think that's a magazine. So I'm going to say that Banknote Monthly, whatever, is the only one that's an actual magazine. Could you open up PDF number one, please? Yeah, let's have a look. As oh, Banknote Reporter, straight <laughs> off the bat. And I, I, I feel that I've maybe made myself look a bit of a fool because I can see without opening anything else that there are two other PDFs in here. It's not as slam dunk as you may think. Okay. Banknote Reporter, bang on the money. Yep. It's there. February 2023 is volume 72 of this publication. Yeah. It retails for $6. It should and... have been a crisp $5 note, you know thing. Yeah. This will be of interest to you. <laughs> you can buy, Dan, you can buy a 1997 20-kroner note from Sweden for just $29. So something worth thinking about. See, interestingly, I do collect banknotes. I, I like to have banknotes from different countries that I've been to. Oh. But this is very boring. I'm surprised you fell for this because you know my love of all things mundane. Why well, fell for it, you mean nailed it. Well, no, you said it's not a magazine. No, I said it's the, it's the only one that I thought was a magazine. Right. Okay, I was close then. Close, <laughs> just 100% wrong. Yeah, close. Excellent work. One for one. If you can open PDF number two. What? Well, yeah, but how is this? All yes. right, okay. Now. Now. This <laughs> is Elvis, The King's Tragic Legacy. Yes. But I'm going to nitpick on this because you told me it was monthly, and this is a special collector's issue, which I think is more like a book, which is what I said this could be, not a monthly publication. <laughs> well, special collector's issue a special collector's issue about the death of his daughter, which is nice. Yes, suggesting that it's a regular publication and this is a New. special issue. No. <laughs> I think this is an Elvis magazine. And what you've done is read the front cover and then thought Elvis, the King's Tragic Legacy, is the name of the magazine and it's produced monthly, which is incorrect. I will then give you a point for that. That is not a magazine in the sense that I described yeah. it. So you are two for two. Although, the... uh, no, I was just going to say, uh, I think I found a picture of, uh, never mind. No. no. <laughs> Did you by any chance I'll, find a I'll, picture of Priscilla I'll, I'll Presley? You, I'll tell you when we're not recording. Yeah. So if you are about to open up Lesbian Opportunities, you will have 100%. No, I won't though, because I oh. said only the banknote magazine ah. was real okay sorry so if lesbian opportunities is not opened then you retain one <laughs> i mean if you're not sure how this works I don't think there's any hope for us. <laughs> it's been 50 episodes lebanon opportunities <laughs> oh, i see what you did there you yep. confused a homosexual lady with a small middle eastern nation imagine how frustrated i was when i opened the brown package and it was Lebanon opportunities instead of what I was anticipating. Instead, it's it's a lot of small gentlemen looking for gardening Racist. jobs. And normal-sized gentlemen it's looking for gardening. <laughs> the little Lord Fauntleroy over there. A lot of small <laughs> Arabian men looking for gardening jobs. I was most surprised. 
All right, then. Give me an example from Les- uh, Lebanon opportunities of one of the opportunities open to uh, average-sized gentlemen. Well, I think well, it's more to do with uh, the business world than do you want to mow my lawn in Lebanon. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not a gold mine for comedy, no. I'll be honest. No, no. Or for uh, um, getting your rocks off, I would imagine. <laughs> it's a challenge, I'd say, <laughs> on that front. <laughs> in, a, in a pinch, maybe. And that is quite enough of that. Next week, we have Dracula versus Luke Skywalker in Top Trumps and the final Lost in Translation. Until then. Goodbye. Mm-hmm.